the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, August Sunday evening where uh, it was reminding me of this radio show and the idea of it being hot and Robin Williams in the morning, uh, the song, not the song, the movie Good Morning Vietnam, where he just described the weather as hot, hot, hot. Uh, That's what we had today. But, uh, you know, this is the time in Ohio that uh, we're full of festivals and uh, and, and various activities to take the family out to. And uh, tonight we're we're pleased, uh, as always, having Tim Fowler, who's the president of the Cuyahoga County Fair Board, here to talk to us tonight about the Cuyahoga County Fair. It's that time of year again, and Tim, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Nick. It's always a pleasure to be on your show and talk about the fair, and it is hard to believe another year has gone by, but we're ready for a stellar week. We've got a lot of new things happening at the fair. Uh, first and foremost, we're opening one day later, so we're opening at noon on Tuesday this year instead of uh, our traditional Monday. Okay. So that'll be the 7th of August. That's correct. 12 o'clock noon is our opening ceremony. Uh, we're going to have uh, Armin Budish in attendance uh, this year, which we're really uh, delighted to do. Uh, one of the reasons for our later opening is that uh, we have a new ride company this year. Oh. And we're taking a, a big step uh, in, a, in a very popular direction. So we have uh, Amusement of America coming in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, coming in from Columbus overnight tonight, and they'll be setting up tomorrow. One of their feature uh, 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 pieces of equipment is going to be a 120-foot-high Ferris wheel. We've never had one that large, and it's going to take until Tuesday noon to get it set up. My goodness. Actually, it's going to take until Wednesday, so it won't be open Tuesday afternoon. height of a 12-story building. Exactly, yes, yes. So uh, we'll get to see uh, the airport very clearly. We very well. There. Maybe uh, we better be careful. Yeah, the top of our wind turbine for sure. And the top of the wind turbine. Yeah, that's or right. Close to it. Well, we won't be too close to that. But what other rides do they have? What will we see differently with regard to the amusements? I know you always have a lot of stuff that. Well, we really young open, people go on. That's true. We've really opened up uh, the middle of our midway. Uh, we've moved out some uh, static type things so that our entire midway. Uh, will be uh, accessible from the center and from both outside. Uh, this year we're going to have over 30 rides, uh, and they're going to be at every level. So we're going to have two or three of the large or what we call mega rides. We'll have the traditional um, uh, uh, merry-go-rounds. We'll have uh, you know a couple large slides uh, for people of all ages or uh, <laughs> dairy. Well, the older I get, uh, yes. <laughs> the less I go on these rides. But uh, I, I know it just sort of adds to the excitement. Uh, you've been doing this with the uh, the fair board for how many years? Well, I'm, I've been on the fair board for over 30 years. This is my fifth year as president of the fair board. Mm-hmm. And in the last five or six years, uh, we've taken a, a great effort to uh, continue what has been old tradition, but also bring along 
uh, a lot of new items. Uh, this year, for example, uh, we're, we're bringing in uh, goat yoga. Now, that's a new one. What is it called? Goat yoga. So How do you word, train them to do well, that? Well, you know, I think it's more the interaction, and goats yeah. are very, very people-friendly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to have one session, and uh, it'll be uh, open, and uh, people can come in uh, for a couple hours and uh, do uh, organized yoga exercise. With, with a goat. Well, with goats just roaming around, being friendly, being uh, calming, uh, being uh, very, very gentle. Is there an opportunity to sit and watch this? you can watch everything at the fair the county fair (laughs) offers a lot of of things for everybody so uh, yeah we're not allowed to make uh, comments to the people who are deeply entranced in goat yoga with the goats that's that's true uh this year uh, you can get your spouse to do it though that's right right, exactly (laughs) we're very fortunate this year we're bringing in a sea lion splash sea lions have been uh uh, part of an exhibit that's only first time in northern ohio uh, they are rescue sea lions, so we will put this show on three or four times a day. What, what do you mean rescue sea lions? Well, rescue sea lions, somebody, a sea lion that's been injured. Okay, uh, they're rescued themselves. They, they, yeah, well, or they've been rescued by, oh, you know, okay. by a, a group of people, and uh, they've been uh, rehabilitated back mm-hmm. to full use, but uh, they're not put back into their natural habitat because they've been removed and been used to being fed and cared for. So now uh, they, you know, continue to uh, demonstrate their uh, activities. Uh, they do a lot of uh, tricks, you know, and uh, it's very controlled. We have a, a tank that's coming in. Okay, we, yeah. well, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Now, when you said rescue seals, I, I really had a totally different idea. I'm sure you did, <laughs> I thought yes. they were trained to go out and rescue, rescue people and yeah, yeah, rescue, bring them in. Yeah. No, these are ones that have been Have been rescued made, and yeah, have been rescued. rehabilitated. Yes, yes, right. Well, the, the years have certainly gone by quickly, and uh, every time we sit together in the studio here talking about the Cuyahoga County Fair, it just seems like only a couple months have gone by. Uh, the fair begins on Tuesday and runs how long? It runs through Sunday, uh, mm-hmm. August the 12th. 10 p.m. So then uh, fireworks every night? We have fireworks on Friday night this year, but besides the fireworks, we have uh, a tough truck uh, show tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. That's uh, a competition uh, by a sanctioned uh, group of tough truck owners. For those of us who don't know what a tough Tough truck truck is, is, is everyone, I think, identifies with a monster truck. Okay. Yeah. So these monster trucks uh, do all kinds of stunts and go over mm-hmm. dirt mounds and you know that type of activity. A lot of noise, a lot of thrill, a lot of dust. So uh, usually packs uh, our our grandstand. Uh, we're also having this year a uh, our national sanctioned rodeo that's going oh. to be on Thursday night. It'll be the Broken Horn Rodeo Show. Very very uh, interactive. So now, be this is a typical rodeo with uh, riding. Bucking horses and bulls and all that kind of Bucking stuff? Bucking horses. They'll be roping. Uh, they'll be uh, lassoing. Uh, they'll be calf tying, you know. So all right. Now, we're, we're here in northern Ohio, <laughs> uh, Cleveland, pretty sophisticated place. Where, where do you get the people to do this stuff? Well, uh, do they travel with the show or something, or do they come in? Well, uh, we're, yes. We're not to the point where it's open to the public. But, okay. Uh, so I can't sign up for it. You can't sign up for it, Nick. Oh, yeah. well, that's that's good. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, really, these are uh, people that uh, are professional cowboys, if you will, but mm-hmm. uh, people that uh, come around and put on a show that's very, very educational. It's something that you can come in and go out of, 
but uh, you know, it, it's uh, animals, it's steers, uh, it's uh, bucking, and it's uh, you know riding uh, horses. Some of it through figure eights and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. speed and timed, you know, so that it can be uh, uh, recorded. Uh, very competitive. Very well, competitive. What I like about the fair, you know, it's uh, gives you an opportunity to see things you wouldn't normally see. And that rather than going to a craft show or something, you know, looking at all the crafts, uh, you get to see something really different here. What what else do you have coming? I know the grandstand does something every night. What, we, what do you have lined up? Well, we do uh, the grandstand this year. Uh, we do have harness racing and and uh, draft horse pulling uh, on one night. Uh, we will have uh, a "Wish You Were Her Here" tribute band. Uh, that'll be on Saturday night. Pink Floyd uh, mm-hmm. is the act. It's a um, it's, it's a real real uh, high end uh, performance. Uh, we pack in twenty six to twenty eight hundred people into our really? grandstand. All and, right. and, yeah, it's a great night and uh, very very good music. Uh, we will have demolition derby. That seems ah, to be a mainstay right. <laughs> next Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon. Sunday Promoted evening. by the insurance industry. I'm uh, sure. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, that's always uh, another mm-hmm. crowd pleaser and. Tradition of the fair. Now, can local people get involved in the demolition derby? They do. They do. So they, they bring their spouse's car. You, the spouse <laughs> can bring their spouse's car. However, you want to look at it. Yes, but uh, no. It, we'll we'll have between thirty-five and forty cars, I suspect, in the two different shows. Uh, the winners of the afternoon show compete for a grand uh, prize in the evening show. And uh, it'd be guaranteed to be a uh, rain or shine. Uh, we're, we're counting on all shine for next week, though. A lot of sunshine and good weather coming up for uh, all these activities. Oh, my. Now, admission tickets uh, at the gate are how much? Well, we have uh, quite a few uh, programs. Uh, essentially, our, our gate fee is $7 for adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Tuesday, we have buy one, get one. Uh, so that's a half price for, mm-hmm. for opening all day. Opening day. Yeah. On Wednesday from noon until 3, we have a dollar. So everybody can get in for a dollar in those uh, uh, three hours. And our wristbands from our ride uh, promoter will be at half price and good for all day. Friday this year, for the first time, we're introducing um, a $2 Fairgate admission for seniors and for veterans. Uh, we've really felt uh, you know, a real need to recognize veterans and people of uh, you know, senior class. So we're wow. just counting for oh, we're going to take a short break. We're talking to Tim Fowler, who's president of the Cuyahoga County Fair Board, about the Cuyahoga County Fair starting on the 7th of August. And right now, if you'd like to go and get some free tickets, you can call us here at the station at WHK, and the phone number is 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0945. We'll be taking your calls and giving away some tickets. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips & Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips & Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. 
Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. Please call The Advocate with your questions or comments at News Talk 1420 WHK at 888-281-1110. That's 888-281-1110 or locally 216-901-0945. And now here's your host, Nick Phillips. Yes, welcome back Cleveland. Nick Phillips again with you with another segment of The Advocate. Tonight we're talking to Tim Fowler, who is the president of the Cuyahoga County uh Fair Board, and we're talking about the Cuyahoga County Fair. Again, it's August, and boy, every time I hear about the county fair, I'm thinking we're going to be running into Labor Day, and then after that, Halloween, then Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and six months of winter, I've been telling people. So this is the start of a a quick-paced calendar for us. But uh, Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, uh, Nick. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I I want to uh, remind people that Tim's here. As every year, he comes in with tickets to give away. And uh, if you're interested in having some free tickets to the Cuyahoga County Fair mailed to you, uh, give us a call here at WHK now at uh, 216-901-0945, and we'll be sure to get you some tickets so you can come down with your family and uh, enjoy the county fair. and uh, again, Tim, one of the big things at the fair that I always like, I'm sort of an addict to that kind of stuff. And a lot of TV shows on the Food Channel and stuff have carnival foods, fair foods and stuff. But uh, if you've been spending all year watching the Food Channel and you are looking for your chance to come out and try some stuff, you're going to have your chance. What, what all do we have coming out? <laughs> same, same stuff, I hope? Well, this year, Nick, we, we have over 120 food concessions 
and uh, you will have your traditional, you know, corn on the cob and cotton candy and apples and that type of item. But uh, every year something new comes in, and uh, sometimes we have surprises. But it seems like we have a couple people that are focusing on chocolate this year, so we think we may uh, hmm. have a, a chocolate a funnel cake or a waffle cone or two around that may not be uh, uh, too well-known, but uh, certainly enticing. Uh, right now, within the fair food business, it seems like anything you can fry and put on a stick, people will die, buy. So uh, we, we expect that uh, we'll, we'll have something for Okay, everybody. all all the doctors out there, turn, turn the volume down because um, I know the stuff doesn't sound healthy, but it sure is good. And I... Uh, you know, one of the best ways to go to the fair is to not eat for like a number of hours before you go there. Uh, don't go there full because uh, you, you probably won't be interested in buying a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, they have uh, pretty much, I think we rely on the same things many times. M- many of these vendors return year after year, don't they? They do. Uh, we, you know, we have uh, cabbage and noodles, and we've had some of our vendors with uh, some of the, uh, you know, sandwiches, uh uh, that have been uh, at the, our county fair for uh, over 35 years. And uh, yet we have some that are going to be there for the first time this year. So it's a great blend of uh, uh, people that are local, uh, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. coming from out of the state and from within the state as well. Uh, well, we're still giving away tickets here tonight uh, for the Kaga County Fair. You can reach us here at 216-901-0945. And, uh, you know, Tim will make sure that we get some tickets. Send them out to you so you can come out to the Cuyahoga County Fair. Um, the the fair uh, is how many years old now here in Cuyahoga County? This is our 122nd uh, annual fair here in Cuyahoga County. And you know, just going back to the years, we go back to, let's see, 100 years, the 18, no, it'd be 19, 1918, Eight. and go back 26 years, or like 1890. About 1890, something. 1893, there were three years in that period of time where we didn't have a fair. One was the uh, uh, the year of the Depression, mm-hmm. and then uh, two years during uh, World War II, we didn't have a county fair here in Cuyahoga. When I picture these old historical county fairs, I, I think of us being more of an agricultural community. Uh, I, I think of uh, you know the, the animals and uh, the competitions, the pie-baking contest and that kind of stuff. Uh, how much of that still goes on here, and, and do we still have that many people participating here in Cuyahoga County? I think we're pretty urban, and that's why I'm asking. We are uh, very urban here in Cuyahoga County. We uh, take the uh, responsibility to uh, provide education uh, because a lot of people within our society you know, are familiar with the food but don't really realize its origin. Uh, that being said, though, we do have uh, baking contests. Uh, we do have a lot of entries uh, in uh, home uh, products, quilting, uh, antiques, uh, that type of a thing, uh, a lot of displays in, in several of our buildings. And uh, we, um, you know, w- we do compete, so there's judging. We have dairy cattle this year. We have, uh, for the first time in a number of years, uh, we'll have beef cattle, draft horses. Uh, we have uh, sheep, goats. Uh, we'll have uh, a, a litter of pigs, so... We're trying to demonstrate to people that, uh, you know, behind all the things that we uh, consume, uh, there's an origin. Who are the judges for these different competitions? 
Again, judges come in from all over. A judge has to be sanctioned for within mm-hmm. the state of Ohio. Has to be really? licensed. Yes, really. I know that I never knew. Yeah, so. true. So you have to pay the judges. Or we do they? have to pay the judges. Wow. But okay. uh, and, and so we don't use the same judges every year. We we bring in judges and and rotate mm-hmm. so that we get a variety of. Uh, particular uh, desires that some judges look for. Uh, is this even for things like apple pies or just for the animals? Actually, uh, yes. Oh. Apple pies is not quite that uh, degree of, uh, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it'll just be people that have a... I haven't had dinner yet, by the way. had a good taste. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put you on the list for yeah. next year. Please do. We yes. do, you know, we you may be interested. We do have a spam eating contest. Oh. Okay. I don't know whether you want to join. But that's well, we lived in Hawaii, and spam is extremely popular <laughs> in Hawaii. Well, it's extremely popular, too. It is really, really, the, the contest is make a recipe out of spam, and we have a, mm-hmm. a series of judges, uh, six or seven people. I'm not one of them, but we do have people that, uh, you know, Our sit spam down. spam experts, huh? They're experts, <laughs> yes. They're vo- expert volunteers to do this. My, my goodness. Well, now, uh, when I, I picture, because you have uh, a, sort of a large show area, uh, for the animals, and uh, I, I picture them bringing in uh, steers and different animals, and they auction them off and that kind of thing. Very interesting, Nick. I mean, even though we're an urban county, uh, we have a, this year we have 11 pigs, 11 market hogs from 4-H uh, projects within the Cuyahoga County. Uh, we may not think of that. We have broiler chickens. We have, uh, I think, 12 or 14 uh, turkeys. Uh, we, we have rabbits. Uh, we have all these type of things that, you know, there's a population. 4-H in Cuyahoga County is one of the largest in the state of Ohio. Really? And when you look at the school system. amazing? Yeah, it really is. So you look at the school system, there's well over uh, 4,000 uh, children or young uh, youth that are enrolled. There's a tremendous amount of activities that they can participate in, and we really partner with, uh, you know, CMHA and some of the other entities here to provide opportunities for children within the city to still engage, not necessarily in animals, but certainly in a project that gives them some kind of a uh, participation and a a sense of accomplishment and uh, really uh, sometimes focuses their attention into sometimes uh, away from an area that might harness, you know, some other Mm -hmm. problem. So how do people get in touch with 4-H? Is that something you can go online and just Google Cleveland 4-H or something? Yeah, yeah. it's actually um, 4-H is ran through the Ohio State University Extension mm-hmm. uh, office. And uh, there is an office in Cleveland, and uh, they do have a website, and uh, they would be glad to participate, tell you how to participate uh, with their, their projects. There's clubs around. You can join these clubs. There's also projects through the school systems, and uh, very, very active year-round. So when I walk through these these barn areas and look at the cages with the different chickens and uh, see the different animals. They're all from Cuyahoga County? Uh, in 4-H, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our open class, no, they're not. They come in from around our county. So, so anyone can come up here? And so so anyone, uh, yes. And, and we do that. We really promote that so that the public and our, our Cuyahoga County residents uh, can see a variety of sheep, goats, Mm-hmm. Uh, the animals that, uh, you know, are, are farm animals and, uh, you can get close. You can, uh, you know, uh, certainly, um, you know, have some opportunities to feed or to watch them, uh, mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. We have uh, an incubator where we have, uh, 
chickens being hatched and ducks being hatched yeah, yeah. And, and all those type of things. Uh, well, almost as fun as watching the animals is watching the parents uh, talking to a three or four-year-old and showing them the animals and explaining things to them. Uh, it's such a great family opportunity to, uh, to educate and start it uh, then and there at the county fair. Yeah. So it, It's really true, you know, and then outside of our barns, I mean, on our midway, you know, we really uh, promote uh, strolling uh, entertainment acts. So we have uh, Bubble Man, uh, we have uh, Stilt Walkers, we have uh, Jungle Bob with his array of uh, oh, animals. Bob, yeah. yeah, we jung- just saw him out at North Royal. Yes, today. he's yeah. a, he's a known entity here in the in the Cleveland area. Uh, so you know, there are uh, uh, pavilions where we have uh, live music going on at all times. Uh, we have. Um, this year we do not have a wood carver. Uh, our wood carver is uh, kind of taking a break from the, the circuit this year, but uh, we do have some of the traditional. Um, uh, uh, we have um, Wade Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the chainsaw juggler and oh, all my. those other type of things. But uh, we certainly have, dangerous. have have a, it is. <laughs> but we have a, yeah very very well controlled uh, provision for him to put on his show. Well, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, last call for tickets, by the way, if anyone would like some tickets to the Cuyahoga County Fair, call us here at WHK, 216-901-0945, and we'll get them out in the mail to you. But uh, as always, it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and uh, we can see Tim out there right across uh, from the Apple Dumpling exactly. Stand, right? right? Right across from the Apple in the Fair Board office or out on the Midway at any time. Yes, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll not eat for a week before we start going. Uh, <laughs> too late. We're too late. The week is here. So well, I'll have to fast. I'll fast overnight. Days. I'll fast overnight and get there and start eating all that, that. My once a year good stuff at the county fair. Well, very good. Well, Tim Fowler and the Cuyahoga County Fair, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you, Nick. As always. And thank you. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words. We're going to be talking about general aviation and what to ask a private pilot if he asks you to go up in a plane. Uh, there, there's a book written on what is the etiquette and what you should know before you go up in a small plane. So uh, we'll be talking to John uh, Graybill about that and his book, so don't go away. We'll be back after these words. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. 
You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Uh, One of my favorite hobbies is flying small airplanes. General aviation, private uh, aircraft has been something I've been doing for for decades. And uh, you may have the chance yourself to go flying in one of these airplanes uh, if you haven't already done so. But do um, you know whether or not your pilot's really safe? And he may be a good friend and that kind of thing. But uh, how do you trust your life to someone who may or may not be uh, doing a great job? Well, we have a uh, FAA-designated master pilot with us tonight, John Graybill. John, thank you so much for, uh, for being a guest tonight. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, John, where are you calling from? San Diego. San Diego, California. Beautiful weather out there. Uh a lot of fog, ocean fog out there. So thinking as an aviator for a moment, uh, in, in the mornings, I guess you get a lot of it. Yes, April, May, June, it tends to be gloomy in the morning with overcast, which tends to burn off in the afternoon. Well, there, the rest of the year, it's fine. Now, you've been, in, I'm reading from the back cover of your book, and, and you wrote a book called Private Airplane Passenger Safety. What You Need to Know. It sounds like a very, uh, very instructive a title for a book, especially if you're planning on flying with a friend uh, who has an airplane, one of those single-engine airplanes. A uh, little background on John. John has been an active aviator for more than 50 years. Uh, he holds a commercial pilot certificate, single and multi-engine rating, glider rating, certified flight instructor, is an instrument pilot, and has been designated by the uh, Federal Aviation Administration as a master pilot and uh, has flown private airplanes all over the United States, Mexico, and Central America. Uh, He holds an MBA with studies in operations research and statistics, and uh, Mr. Graybill is the author of The Entrepreneur's Road to Business Success and Personal Freedom, which an airplane really helps to enjoy personal freedom. Uh, John, you've been flying for over 50 years. Uh, What first got you interested in flying, and how did that happen? Everybody has a story how they got involved in flying. Yeah, my, mine goes back to about the age of four. I, my my father was a pilot, and uh, 
was involved in aviation for, for many years, and I was sitting on the lawn uh, having a picnic with my mother, and she said, look, and pointed up, and there was a yellow Piper Cub circling over head, and I could see the silhouette of a man in the, in the cockpit of the airplane, and she said, that's your father. And I'm sure that that planted the seed, uh, in, in my mind anyway. My brothers and sisters didn't have that experience, and none of them have any interest in aviation at all. And uh, so that's how it started. And then eventually, um, years later, when I was uh, in eighth grade, my eighth grade teacher uh, exposed me to glider flying through uh, a, a friend of hers. And uh, that really got me interested. I got very interested in flying gliders. But because I was a teenager, uh, or I was a pre-teenager, I had no way of going out to the desert to take glider lessons. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I sort of put my my ambitions on hold, but then um, later in my high school days, I decided to get power uh, lessons, power, mm -hmm. power plane mm -hmm. lessons, and um, I've been flying ever since. Well, you have all these ratings, uh, and uh, I see you have an IFR rating. I have my private pilot uh, and uh, IFR rating, so it uh, definitely makes flying uh, a lot more useful when you can... Uh, fly in weather conditions that uh, VFR or visual flying pilots can't really do. As, yeah, but in the San Diego area, as I mentioned, we have early morning stratus on certain times of the year. And it's very convenient if you have an instrument rating to just be able to punch through those clouds and be on your way. And get up above the fog and come back after it's burned off later in the day. Exactly. As, as we always say, uh, aviation-wise. Uh, you're an FAA-recognized master pilot. Now, that, that's something that most people don't know. Could you explain what that is? Well, it's a program the FAA has uh, for people that have been active aviators for 50 or more years. And um, they examine your history. Uh, I, had, I had no idea how much information they had on, on me because they were able to compile this big document of uh, ever, con ever contact that I've ever had with the FAA, particularly taking flight checks and that, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And if, you, if they find that you had no violations in the, that 50-year time frame, then you, they can award you the Master Pilot Certificate. Now, now I've worked with uh, pilots uh, through a group called AOPA, uh, being on their legal board, and uh, I notice every time we deal with a pilot having an issue with the FAA, it has to do with safety. And in aviation, it's safety, safety, safety. And, and the more people are aware of what's safe in flying small airplanes or large airplanes, for, for that matter, uh, the more frequently planes will go up and come down safely and people will get on and get off uh, in, in good health. You wrote this book, Private Airplane Passenger Safety, What You Need to Know. Really a neat book, by the way, because it, uh, it's, it's not just, uh, you know, one, pe one person might think this is sort of like a, a book for kids or something, or it's a real cutesy book about pilots. But actually, this book is, uh, giving, uh, is arming the passenger with some critical questions to ask. How do you come about writing, uh, writing the, the book, and when did you decide to start putting this together? Well... My wife um, had an experience before I knew her and before she became a pilot 
where she went for a ride with a friend of a friend in a Cessna 152, and it started off being a really fun and interesting flight, but deteriorated later as the day wore on, and ended up being uh, an unpleasant experience. And as she was telling me the story, I realized that she didn't have any information to help her judge the competence and wisdom of the pilot's plans for the flight. And then that got me thinking there must be thousands of passengers who have no idea how to evaluate their pilot. So I came up with observations that a passenger might make of their pilot, something that he might say or do or an attitude that, that he or she might express. And um, so and then in, in the book, I, I take these observations and rank them with either a red flag or a yellow flag. A red flag observation is, is very bad. You nearly for sure don't want to make the flight if you observe one of these red flag observations. On the other hand, there are a number of yellow flag observations, and one yellow flag or two yellow flags might be okay, but I argue that three or more yellow flags or one red flag, you probably shouldn't make the flight. Well, a, a couple of things. Uh, first off, I, I went through the book, and it's really informative, and it, it's just almost a great checklist uh, as a pilot myself to make sure I, I do these things, and especially if you're going to be doing it in front of somebody who hasn't been in a small plane before. Uh, as, as a pilot, I think we all want to make sure that you know we love it, and anyone we fly with, we want to make sure they have a great experience. Uh, so as, as we go through the red flag, uh, yellow flag thing, uh, you listed, you have 34 chapters of different things that you as a passenger can can note, and it tells you what your observations should be and, and what you should do in talking to the pilot. So uh, you expect someone who goes up in an airplane to actually ask questions of a pilot. I don't want to say challenge the pilot, but if you see these things, you're, you're to ask, has anyone tried these things out and actually challenged a pilot? Any feedback from your book yet? Not specifically, but I think it's very important for the pilot to be passenger-centric in in the way that he or she conducts himself and uh, encourage the passengers to ask questions. Uh, one problem is that many passengers have no idea what to even ask. So the book provides some guidance on legitimate questions and concerns that a passenger might express to the pilot. And I, and I think, like you, most pilots want their passengers to have a positive experience. So they will, I think, be encouraged by, your, by the passenger's questions and will answer them honestly. And maybe, just maybe, they might adjust their behavior a little bit to accommodate the concerns of the passenger which could lead to a flight that might otherwise have turned out badly. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're talking to uh, master pilot and, and experienced pilot John O'Graybill uh, from San Diego, California, who wrote a book called Private Airplane Passenger Safety and What You Need to Know. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We're going to be back with John, and we're going to be talking about some of the things that uh, you should know about and you should be able to ask your pilot about or some observations you might make that uh, might make you a little suspicious about how safe your pilot is because uh, at the end of the day, you want to have a safe landing and, and go home and 
tell everybody about the great time you had flying. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of the Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. 50 cards, 50 questions. Hello, Mark Bush for just a conversation with you. Learn more about your loved ones by having the talk of a lifetime at your next family gathering. The deck of cards is offered free by Bush Funeral and Crematory Services. Request a deck of cards at bushcares.com backslash cards. 50 cards, 50 questions. That will help you learn more about your loved ones. At Bush, we help families share memories. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you. Welcome to our final segment of The Advocate for tonight. Uh, If you've ever considered flying in a small plane, single-engine private plane with a a friend or someone who's inviting you up, uh, you're, you're going to want to continue to listen to what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about passenger safety and flying in a small private airplane. And with us tonight is John Graybill from San Diego, California, an experienced pilot of over 50 years. Uh, John, and you're still flying and still active. Yes, that's, that's right. So, uh, you know, the book we're talking about, uh, pilot airplane, Private Airplane Passenger Safety, What You Need to Know, uh, I mentioned earlier that it's broken down into about um, 34 different chapters. And the, the very first chapter, talking about airplane safety, I know you start out with a little headline, Private Airplane Passenger Safety, How to Survive Being a Private Airplane Passenger. Now, we don't want to alarm people, <laughs> but 
you know, when you're going up in a small airplane, um, you know, some people might be a bit nervous about it. So uh, in starting to talk about uh, airplane safety, what, what, what's your general theme as far as what, um, how safe are these small planes? They, they only have one engine and they're small? Well, they're safe. the short answer is that they, they are safe. Um, the, in fact, uh, recently the statistics have shown that general aviation activity is increasing while the number of accidents and the number of fatal accidents is decreasing over the last couple of years. So that's good news. But uh, handling an airplane is not unlike handling other dangerous machines like power tools uh, and that sort of thing. You, you, you want to be safe and, and you want to follow good practices and procedures and not be careless. And I believe that that's also true for flying private airplanes. I know uh, one of the first things you you talk about is having a uh, uh, FAA standard airworthiness certificate in the aircraft. Uh, when you walk in, uh, get into an airplane, is this something you should easily be able to see, or do you have to like ask for it? Well, no. The FAA rules require that it be placed in the cabin in plain sight, so it should be easy to see. Even in a smaller airplane, it should be straightforward. But if you don't see it, it's a legitimate question to ask the pilot, hey, you know, I've not I've not seen an airworthiness certificate before. Could you show me show me the one for this airplane? And uh, flying in an airplane without an airworthiness certificate is really a bad idea because you don't know why why it doesn't have an airworthiness certificate. And it could be that the airplane's structural integrity came under question and the FAA pulled the certificate. So if you find yourself in an airplane with no airworthiness certificate, you you may be exposing yourself to much more risk than you bargained for. Is there something you should say to your friend, the pilot, who's all eager to take you up for a flight and you're going to start asking all these questions? Is, is there any uh, sort of a, a preface you can say uh, to your, your pilot friend, like saying, uh, you know, John... Um, this is my first time up. Uh, I really have a lot of questions. I, I hope you won't be offended, but uh, here, we, here we go. Maybe that would open the door for you? I think so. It takes a certain um, uh, diplomacy uh, and uh, care in your relationship with the pilot, and it could get dicey, I suppose. But it's a decision that you as a passenger have to make. I mean, how much information do you want and how much risk are you willing to bear? And if there's any concern at all... Um, I, I think it's leg- legitimate to address them. And that's where the one of the reasons for writing the book is to give um, some pointers and guidance to passengers or prospective passengers to help them better understand their pilot and what the pilot is, is doing or not doing. Now, uh, aviation, general aviation, just as well as commercial aviation, is a highly regulated uh, operation and the FAA has a lot of input as far as what's safe and what's not safe. Uh, you know, we have so many airports around the country, and you you drive out to meet a friend at a little rural airport somewhere, and he opens up a hangar door that has a lot of overgrown weeds around it, and uh, you're going to do what they call a walk around inspection of the airplane with the pilot, and you notice a lot of um, look like uh, you know taped repairs or not the best repairs, and it's something you notice. 
Well, what's wrong with that? If, if the pilot's happy to go with it, why should you be concerned? Well, it's a yellow flag. I mean, if the pilot thinks it's safe, but you kind of wonder and you see what appear to be amateur repairs, that's a definitely a yellow flag. And it might be okay by itself, but if there are other yellow flags that you encounter that, that mount up to three or more, probably sh- should reconsider making the flight. Yeah, I, I think that's um, that's an important thing. And I, I just picture the, the worst side of that, or not the worst side, but the other side is not to say anything and just to get in the airplane, wonder about it, and uh, worry about it. And you're not going to have a good experience if you don't have all your, your questions answered. Um, here's another one you have. Uh, if your pilot appears to have consumed alcohol sometime within eight hours before the planned departure time, well, I'm I'm assuming that if your pilot did, he would not be intoxicated. But if you could smell alcohol and uh, you're concerned about that, what's the rule on pilots consuming any alcohol before flying? Well, the rule is uh, eight hours. You should not have consumed any alcohol any time short of eight hours before the flight. But where this issue can bite you is is because of what happens when the airplane goes up higher and higher where the air is thinner and thinner. I mean, it's possible the pilot could have a drink or two before the flight, a few hours before the flight, and seem okay. But because of the uh, reduction in oxygen as the airplane climbs higher and higher, the effect of the alcohol can be intensified. So it could start off being sort of okay, then maybe ending up not Okay, but that's definitely a red flag. Any alcohol or drug consumption on the part of the pilot shortly before the flight is definitely a red flag. I noticed a couple of yellow flags here. And again, this is great stuff for pilots uh, to remind them. I I found it very interesting. Uh, Your pilot mentions that he or she is going through some kind of emotional turmoil, such as divorce, recent death of a loved one, or some other personal crisis. Why, Why is that an issue? Well, there have been accidents that, that, that have been traced back to uh, this very issue with pilots having some sort of emotional upset or a death in the family or something like that. So it's, that's definitely um, something to be considered. But which reminds me, one of the things I've always told people uh, why I justify flying is that uh, after a tough day, um, actually, if, if you mentally can separate your flying mentality from your everyday work, uh, it's, it's an opportunity to get out and fly an airplane, actually manipulate the airplane, uh, do radio contact with air traffic controllers, uh, watch for the weather, watch for other aircraft. You're doing so many things. You really uh, stomp out any other uh, thoughts or worries you had, hopefully. But if you had something very serious going on in your life, I could see where your attention might be divided. You might miss something in flying. And uh, why, why is that a problem? Well, airplanes are complicated machines, and uh, everything needs to be just right in order for them to fly safely and successfully. And if you miss something, uh, it might either make the flight unpleasant or worse. Well... Uh, again, it's, this sounds so negative, what we're talking about. But actually, uh, flying is a lot of fun. 
Uh, when you're done reading the book as a person going out flying for the first time, uh, what what do you hope that they're going to experience when they're flying? They're going to have a good pilot, a safe aircraft, and uh, they're going to want to take flying lessons afterwards? Well, maybe. Sometimes that happens. I've had passengers that have been uh, so impressed by the flight that they went out and got flying lessons and got their private pilot certificate on their own. Well, it's a great book. It's called Private Airplane Passenger Safety, What You Need to Know. It's a, it's a very quick read, and you, it's indexed very well, so you can go through, and if you have questions, like another paragraph or a section you had concerning night flying, pilots need to have uh, currency in their night flying, and uh, if you're out going uh, somewhere nice during the day and you stay out a little later and fly back and it's night, it's a good question to ask as well. Well, uh, anyway, it's a great book, and uh, John O'Graybill, thank you. How can you get this, on Amazon or somewhere else? or? Uh, Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. Excellent. And a, we have a website, NiceFlightJoy.com, and there are uh, there's more information about the book and how to uh, get the book on well, that website. Well, very good. Well, thank you so very much, and happy flying to you and to everyone else. And thank thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset Sat and drank my fresh mint tea With nothing to do until morning And only my mind The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Let's simplify window shopping. You deserve a great product at a fair price. Empire Window Company's been serving this area for 58 years. They've got a lot of satisfied customers like Big Chuck. Glenn, over the years, I've seen a lot of businesses come and go. Empire Windows has been in business for over 50 years. They're an honest, family-owned company that you can trust. They offer the highest quality windows installed by experts at a fair price. I have Empire Windows in my home. And how does this sound? Eight quality windows locally built for your home from $58 a month from a name you can trust for 58 years. Empire Window Company, 855-76-EMPIRE. Thinking about vinyl siding? Try 35% off and free gutters with your siding project. Enhance the beauty and value of your home. Windows, siding, doors. 58 years in business. That's a lot of satisfied customers. Empire Window Company, 855-76-EMPIRE. Empire. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1 800 400 7052. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-400-7052. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-400-7052. 1-800-400-7052. 
Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Elder and Joe Walsh, weeknights on The Answer. If you knew there was a way to reach 93% of Americans with the message of your business, would you want to use it? Yeah, of course you would. Radio reaches people. Every month, 245 million people listen to the radio, and more people are searching for news. Find out why advertising on WHK can help grow your business. Call Tim Vaughn at 216-525-1818. 216-525-1818. This is AM 1420. The answer. WHK Cleveland. A service of Salem Media Group. The NASDAQ at SALM. AM 1420. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.